This is Unpacking Design. I'm your host, Michael Valley, And I'm Tim Ung. Every week, we talk about the tools and tech that inspires our lives as designers. Hey guys, welcome back to Unpacking Design. Today's topic is one that I've been thinking about so much recently because it applies to everything that I'm working on and it applies to everything that Mike has been working on. Mm. So for today's topic, we're going to unpack consistency. I think this is something very important to talk about among designers in general because the more consistent you can be about doing something, the, the better you'll get at your craft. And that's just in general, you know? So mm-hmm. whenever you become a designer, like we did when we became architects and then we got licensed and all that, it's always called a design practice, right? You always operate within a practice. And when you have something like that, you really have to continue doing the things that you do every day, but you repeat it constantly. And when you do that, sometimes, at least I found that sometimes I will fall off the bandwagon because it got boring or because I did it so much that it was, it's like eating the same food every day, right? Mm-hmm. So when, I, when I'm talking about design consistency, I'm talking about it from the perspective of pursuing a project that you want to do, something that's long-term, whether you're a designer who started a social media account that's focusing on Instagram and you're trying to share designs that you're coming up with with your audience on a consistent basis instead of on a quick basis, you know? So in, in, in a sense, I like thinking about consistency from a long-term perspective and not a short-term. Mm-hmm. So in terms of everything that you've been working on, Mike, I've seen that you've been really consistent about live streaming and not just live streaming, but you've also been consistent about telling people if you weren't going to do it on a specific day. Like you make sure that if you're not going to show up that day to do your live stream, you let your audience know. And I don't know how I would do that for my YouTube channel, but for everything that you're doing, I think that is a great way of making sure that your audience doesn't lose sight of you as a person and doesn't start to think, oh man, this guy has fallen off, you know? Sure. Yeah. No, I, I think consistency is a great topic. I, I don't think that we've talked about it as a formal topic. I think we've talked about it here and there. Um, I know we've talked about it in just in general ways, maybe on design life or, you know, through the process, but to like really talk about consistency, I think is a good topic. Um, yeah. And I, I mentioned this on the last recording that I don't feel like I am that consistent, even though other people perceive me to be that way. So it's funny that you say that, but um, I do appreciate and understand why you're coming from that point of view. I just feel like because of how many plates are spinning in the air at one time, it doesn't always feel like everything is consistent. It feels like maybe one thing is consistent that week for the like two weeks in a row, but it's not consistent across the board all the time. And I think that's another trap that I kind of get myself into. And then I, it's not that I lose hope with everything. It's just more that like I start to question whether or not I'm doing one thing for the right reasons or whatever. And sometimes it feels like I'm falling off the wagon a little bit with one thing or another. But, you know, as we've been talking about design life topics and I've been trying to just get better over time with how I manage my time, I just, you know, I, 
for the streaming specifically, I knew when I started it that I, I needed to have a schedule. If I didn't have a schedule, then I was just going to do it kind of whenever, which meant I was never going to do it or I wasn't going to do it formally. And I would just show up and then crickets because nobody would even know that I was there. And, um, you know, now I've, I've created a real cadence with Wednesdays for myself. Like I, even if I don't make the Wednesday, people know that I have like design um, workshops on Wednesdays now at 7 p.m. Eastern time, <laughs> Twitch TV, Arca Valley. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so it's, like, it, it's fascinating that, that you say that because the, the whole schedule thing is, is, is actually a real part of all of this. I didn't realize like the fact that you have a personal schedule for yourself because I know you share your weekly schedules at the beginning of every week with yep. all of your followers. And then when the days come, you show up. And if you're not going to show up, they would know in the beginning of that week. So you kind of develop this relationship and this rapport that you'll know on, on Monday morning what my schedule is for this entire week. If you follow me on Instagram or if you follow my emails. So I think that's a really cool way of doing it. And just having your own personal schedule helps you start to get your body into that muscle memory of it's Wednesday night. I have to, lo I have to log in and I have to start mm -hmm. this thing up. It's kind of like for me, some days... On, on like Saturday, I'm laying down in bed in the morning at like 6 a.m. And I'm like, why am I awake at 6 a.m.? And then I'm like, I don't really want to record today. Like, I don't want to make this. But when 11 a.m. shows up and, and, and I'm like, this is the time I usually do it. I just kind of walk downstairs to my basement to the space that I'm always in when I'm creating. And I just start making. And all of a sudden, everything seems to fall into place. And I don't know if you feel that way because of your schedule. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's definitely days that I don't want to be streaming. Um, <laughs> so let's just put that the nice way. Um, so I really like streaming a lot. I like the sort of, I've said it before, but there's something very freeing about not looking back. It's, it's both recorded, but it's also very, very live, right? So you're not, you're trying to, um, educate or entertain or whatever you want to call it. Um, maybe a blend of both um, for at least an hour. I'm almost always going for at least an hour and a half or two hours, depending on what I'm doing. And I think that's the only thing that I give up to me. Like I tell myself, you got to show up. It's kind of, it's kind of like going to the gym. Like now this is kind of a weird example because we're still in the pandemic and not all the gyms are open, but like if you are, when you're going to the gym, the hardest part is going to the gym. Like once you're at the gym, yes, it's, it's, it can be rough and maybe your exercise regimen is, you know, a pain and it's, it's, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of effort, but literally just getting to the gym is the toughest part. Like if you can tell yourself to get to the gym and you can drag yourself to the door um, or maybe you just really want to go, then you've done 90% of the work. All you need to do is just walk through the door. And I feel like that's kind of been my methodology with the streaming is like Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, I'm really trying to show up every week, you know, unless there's a, so as an example, I will cancel one, a, you know, a week ahead of time. If I know I have uh, something that I already planned, like um, uh, I wanted to go to an event or like recently we both went to a virtual conference. So I told myself there's an event happening on Monday, so I can't stream on Monday. I mean, I'm just not going to 
I'm not going to let streaming run my life, but I'm also not going to, um, like if, as an example, let's say that I really want, now I don't really watch cable TV anymore, but let's just say there was a show on that happened to be on Monday night and I like really needed to watch it. Um, I would probably record it or I would watch it online or I'd find a different way to watch it, but I would still stream versus like if I had a meeting with a person or you, you know, that I dedicated and I already created a fixed time, like a, with another human being, I would probably prioritize that over the stream. So I'm just trying to still live my life, but like give my streaming enough frequency throughout the week that people still want to show up or there's enough variety throughout the week that people want to show up so that if I miss one of the three days, I might just randomly show up on a stream, you know, on a Thursday or on a Sunday. Um, I don't necessarily feel like I have to, but I might just naturally want to do that because I missed one day and I, you know, miss streaming or I, you know, I find that because I've created a framework around it, I've naturally just become more consistent with it. Actually, the other thing though is like putting, I made the, uh, it's not just enough to make the schedule. You have to tell people about the schedule. So I had to have that, even if it, even if nobody shows up to any of the streams that week, I needed to have some sort of like self policing, um, of what I was doing in a way that like I, it's almost like I gave up my, um, ability to run away from it. Um, I feel like that's a, a good way of thinking about it where like, it's not that I don't want to stream It's that if I have an out on a day where I'm just exhausted or I just don't want to do it, I won't show up because you know, it's, it's a natural tendency for somebody to just be like, well, it's going to be too difficult today. And you know, you have that Eeyore sort of mentality where you're just kind of like, everything's gray. <laughs> I, I just want to stop right there because I didn't expect to hear Eeyore in our yeah. discussion today from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so, you know, I, I try to be fair with it. Like I, I came up with three days. Those days are very specifically positioned because, you know, I'm giving myself Sunday to recharge for the work week. I'm giving myself Tuesday and Thursday because they tend to be kind of days where I, in the middle of the week where I just want to be able to do something or maybe I have to run errands or I need to do something specific and I can't just have every evening be, you know, whatever. And Fridays I tend to go out or do something and, I just kind of keep it as a free day. So I felt like that was the right balance. If I did four days, it's like too much to dedicate to. I'm not a, I'm not a full-time streamer. This is not like my only thing I do, but it's enough where if I can spend three, four hours a week doing streaming, like that's enough for me. Like I, I feel like that's enough to keep people engaged. Um, it's not like you have to be there for the entire stream, even though some, most of the time there'll be at least like one or two people that show up at the beginning and they'll stay the whole time, you know, and then there'll be a couple people that kind of drift in and out and, you know, depending on what the topic is, it's whatever. But I mean, in terms of consistency, it's important, I think, to not only have the schedule, but to tell other people about the schedule. Um, so like, I know that, you know, in some ways you've been working on, your videos, like you've, you've been, we were talking before about how you have been trying to get ahead of the schedule, right? You're like making more projects more frequently so that you can have that freedom eventually to either like take time off or whatever. 
but you're still releasing a video every Friday. You know, like I think that's important because it, it gives you the sort of internal compass to say, look, yes, I, if I don't want to do anything this week, sure. I don't have to, but I'm, I'm building something bigger here. And as long as I show up this one time and I have this thing for this week, like I could, you know, I could just leave it at that. And at least that's progress. Um, but when you are showing up, you're, you're trying to show up as best you can. And I think because you have that cadence now, you're not necessarily telling everybody all the time when, like what the new project is. Some, they just basically drop and that's like the new project, right? Like it's, it's almost like a surprise. Like, Hey, I made this thing this Friday. Um, but there's something that's, you've created, I think your own formula for consistency and I've created mine. And I think that's important too, is like my consistency doesn't look like yours and yours doesn't look like mine. Like you've been writing a, <laughs> the Friday four for I don't years now. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm at like, I, I, I think I'm at about 211. So I, it's been about four years, close to four years of maintaining that weekly newsletter. So like I know, I know that that's going to be in my inbox on Friday. Like I don't have to even ask you if you're going to write one that week. I just know it's going to be there. And now there may have been the oddball one that you got away. Maybe there wasn't, but even if there was, even if there were like three in 200 where you just like completely dropped the ball, Tim, and you just like completely messed up and like you didn't throw out a Friday four um, that week. Like it doesn't matter to me because I know that you're that consistent that there will probably like, if I had to bet money today, there will be another one next Friday, you know? Like, yeah. You know, I, I think I missed one out of four <laughs> years and that one that I missed, it just stuck with me because I realized the following day, I was like, well, I can't send it out late because it's already Saturday. So yeah. it's not the Saturday for it's the Friday for, but I've only missed one and it felt so bad when I did. So I think the one difference I will say is that because my frequency is more often, I have to have a mechanism, whether it's at the beginning of the week to tell people I'm not going to be able to do something that day, that week. Um, so like, because it's Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, if I know a Wednesday is going to go down because of something, I need to tell people ahead of time because otherwise they'll have that. Like I might have a Wednesday go down one week and I might have a Saturday go down the next. And I still am trying to do three days a week, but I don't want to confuse people either. So I'm trying to be very direct about like, Hey, look, I'm trying to do Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. That is the plan. That is the schedule. That's what I'm trying to do here. That's the cadence, but I have a life and I have things that are popping up and it's important for me to have that dialogue with people. Like you said at the beginning, because it's very honest. I'm not saying that I, I don't want to do it that day. I have legitimately like, I, I remember even in this last newsletter, I was like, look, I'm not showing up Monday for Minecraft. I really want to, but I'm at a conference. Like, sorry. <laughs> so, um, you know, I feel bad when I, when I do do that because I don't want to quote unquote disappoint people. But at the same time, it's like, you know, if I, if I don't set those kinds of fair boundaries, then what am I doing? I, I if I want to do this as a, like a longer term thing, and, you know, whether it's growing a streaming audience or just, you know, doing something consistently, like I'm, if I do something consistently for the wrong reasons, I'm going to burn out. 
And that's ultimately what I don't want to do. And I yeah, will, and, and I'll do everything I can to not do that. Right. And you know, transitioning to, to the other part that, that you were talking about that I don't think too often about, but I think I inherently do it in my life is trying my best to maintain balance. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're really good about maintaining your balance. Like you're at a point with your life where I know you can just tell yourself, I don't really want to do this today. I just kind of want to play video games and you'll just go and do it because you know, like if you don't do that, you're going to mentally burn yourself out because you're doing something you don't, you didn't want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's important that I maintain that. That's why, you know, whenever I bring up that I go out and run 5k, you're like, Oh, I can't believe you just get up and run. But it's like, I know, right? I mean, like, that's how I feel because I'm just like, how can you do that? But if, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be able to maintain the quality that you were talking about. This quality that we're trying to always hit when we're staying by staying consistent. The more you show up and the more you do something, the more you're forcing yourself to practice it. But when you really enjoy it, you're not forcing it. So when you play your video games live, there's a level of enjoyment there. And when you're designing your house, there's both enjoyment and frustration. So it's like, you're always going to have that, but being able to find balance in your life between the things that you're designing as a project and the things that you're focusing on personally for your physical health and your mental health is really important. If you don't fulfill all the things that your life should have, you'll eventually start losing steam because you're not letting other parts of your life rejuvenate at night, you know? Yeah, so, I think it's it's all about like like the, everything that we're doing right now is our life, right? So like us having this conversation is part of my life. Us talking every other week or so is part of my life. Streaming is part of my life. Going to work is part of my life or I guess right now going to my office to go to work is part of my life. Um playing video games is part of my life, but like all of those things have to have like their own level of consistency. Right. So it's not just about project consistency. I know that's kind of what the overall theme is here, but I think it's also consistency with yourself of how much attention are you putting towards the other things consistently? So it's not just a, um, consistency isn't just a professional thing. I feel like, or a creative thing. It's just a, it's something that we kind of kind of watch, I think for everything that we do so that, you know, maybe you don't have to be super consistent with how you, um, you know, just uh, approach a hobby. But like I've been reading um, the book I just finished recently was um, uh, designing your life by Bill Burnett. And I don't know if you, have you read that? I, um, I listened to the audiobook. So, okay. I, uh, well, okay. Yes, I did too. I did not, <laughs> I did not read the book. I listened to it, which I thought was really good. Um, him and his co-writer whose name escapes me. I can't remember what his name is, but, um, the point was, is that they basically talk about these gauges that you have, um, in your life. And one of them is play. Like, I think as adults specifically and creative adults, we forget to just play as like part of something that we need to like engage with every day or every week or whatever. And if there's not play as part of your life with like work, creating all this other stuff, you know, it all just sort of falls out of whack because it, yes. Okay. Maybe you're maintaining your health. 
maybe you're maintaining your relationships and maybe you're maintaining your work and your creativity. But if you're not just messing around just to mess around because you enjoy something, like you're not actually being true to yourself. You're just um, scheduling things consistently with your life, but you're not like completely living your life. If, if life was just a series of scheduled events, that's not really living, is it? And like, I mean, I guess that's kind of what I think of. And especially when I read that or listened to designing your life, um, that's what I thought of was just like, you're not with, yes, consistency is good, but consistency has to be across everything, not just with, um, not with just the things that we typically associate with consistency. Right. And, and I think that's really important because when, whenever I'm starting any project, I make sure it's fun knowing that there's going to be a lot of frustrating mm-hmm. moments down the road. Like I'm going to encounter something that is like, why didn't I think about this? You know? Right. And, and that's, that's inevitable. You're always going to make some kind of human error in something that you do, but finding time to have fun, whether it's through the projects you're pursuing, like your project could be the consistent fun that you have every day, but it could also be going out for a run. It could be going out rock climbing like for me. It could be going out for walks like for you, Mike. And I think finding those things and making sure that you're fulfilling that aspect so that you can then return and be refreshed for work is really important. So yeah. the last thing I wanted to transition to for this topic was this idea that you brought up already. And it was this idea that consistency is different for everybody. My mm-hmm. consistency is literally different from yours. I have a weekly video that goes out on Friday for my YouTube channel. And I also have a weekly newsletter that goes out on Friday. Those two things always happen. But during the week leading up to that point, I have any day within that week to develop that video. Mm-hmm. I know that I have six days to develop a video and to have it ready to publish. Right now I'm ahead of schedule. So I have like five weeks, but ultimately if I want to maintain my schedule, I have to still develop at least one video every week. Mm -hmm. So that's different from you because for you, you have to physically show up for a live session unless somehow you print out a a version of yourself on poster board and it looks just like you and you just put it there for fun, which your audience wouldn't like, you can't get out of it. So I, I think that's where consistency is different. And I wanted to bring this up also from the, the perspective that I know when a lot of people, especially creative professionals, start an Instagram account. And I think you and I have, have fallen victim to this as well. Mm-hmm. We always focus on getting as much content out as quick as possible or setting up a consistent schedule that requires a lot more posting than we originally anticipated because we started off too strong and by the end of the first month or the second month, we fall off. I've done it with my leather company. You've done it with Evolving Mm -hmm. Architect and now you're getting back into it, but you're not getting into it as much as you did when you first started off that Instagram craziness that you did, you know? (laughs) Like at that time, you were releasing posts every day and I was like, that's that's hard to maintain. As You know, to do that, while continuing to develop content. Yeah, Yeah, I think, um, you know, there are things that I find synergy in too. So like, uh, as an example, the streaming has given me ideas about what to write about. Um, 
so like I also have my weekly newsletter that I've been doing not as consistently as you have. Um, sometimes it's on Monday, sometimes it's other days, but for the last couple months, it's been Mondays. I, I fluctuate a little bit with it cause it doesn't have as catchy of a title. Um, like I can't, I can't stick to Fridays because you've stolen Friday for forever. So, um, but anyway, I, I basically stream and then whether it's an email that comes out of, you know, a discussion or maybe it's a question that literally happens in the stream that will create the ideas for a newsletter. So like a lot of newsletters that I've been writing recently have been quote unquote reader questions or they've been audience sort of feedback. And then that will generate a dialogue about, um, you know, getting a job or, uh, you know, recently I've been talking a lot about burnout. So maybe it's something related to burnout is going to be the next newsletter, you know, um, going to conferences, doing, you know, it's still stuff that's related to my life. So one of the reasons why I find the consistency necessary in the streaming as a, as a creative outlet or medium, um, or even in some cases, uh, just a playful medium is that I'm trying to, almost like coax out of the universe uh, inspiration, almost like the the streaming is like my muse in a way where I'm not really sure what I'm going to necessarily write about or what I'm going to discuss in upcoming things, but I am living a creative life in my own way where I can like pull inspiration from other stuff. I feel like you're doing that by creating your projects and then talking about them or sharing them and then getting feedback on them and then making the next project. And you kind of have that, you know, cadence going for me. It's more of I'm writing my ideas every day. I'm trying to write every morning, but I'm also getting just random inspiration, like random puffs of inspiration from other places because I'm putting myself into places that, you know, if I wasn't, trying to create a brand or design stuff for other people or, you know, like um, um, help other people with career development and burnout and all these other mindset things, you know, I wouldn't really, I might stream just for fun, but I wouldn't have any reason to do it and dedicate three specific days out of the week to do that. You know, there is a, there's an intention behind the, the way that I'm fueling the machine that I'm making here. You know, like I'm trying to like, feed it enough fuel by showing up consistently in order to yield other things to come back to me to then keep the cycle going. So it's, it's intentional to pick one or two things throughout the week. And I guess for me right now it's streaming and um, even more recently it's been getting back into Instagram to kind of generate discussion, but I'm doing those things partially because for honestly, Tim, for many years, and I mean, I know you know this, but like I was just kind of like putting out blog posts and you know, it's, it's not that I wasn't trying to generate a discussion, but I was less personable than I am now. I think I've become, I've been trying to become more interactive with people versus just like write stuff just to write stuff. Right. And, and, you know, I think that this is a, a really good point to end on. And, and I wanted to mention it as the last item too, that eventually through the development of your content, 
I, at least I found that you eventually find the thing that's meaningful to you about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then your content becomes so authentically you that there's no reason why you would stop, you know, like right. there's no reason why I would stop developing these products for my YouTube channel, because this is literally becoming a reflection of me as a person in the future. If I do stop, it's because I found something else that reflects me at that time. I think when I used to pursue projects and I used to try and develop consistency with something as quantitative as I want to post one time to Instagram every day, I didn't have something that was a driving force for that. I didn't have something that was truly me. I was forcing myself to develop something to share instead of me developing something worth sharing. And right. I, I think that's something that we've developed just over the past four years of blogging and doing all this online stuff, you know? Yeah. So anybody out there who wants to find the uh, Zen moments that we have, just, you know, start now and four years from now, you'll, you'll just know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in, in all honesty, I, I think it's that a lot of people don't find or, or they, they feel like they need to do something for the quantitative sides of it instead of the actual relationship to their own interests and what they love to do. If you start with the things that you love to do, and eventually you start to find how those platforms can help fuel it, like what Mike was saying, then you'll start to find those Zen moments of, you know what, if I'm making products every week, I can actually share it on YouTube. And by doing that, I now also have photographs that I can share on Instagram. Not only that, I can also start writing about it and have a website. I could also start a shop. Like all these things start to come up. Same with you, Mike, with giving your talks about burnout leading to more opportunities for you to actually coach people. And also now with all the live streams, you're actually developing projects live so people can see the process of designing architecture. And then yeah. you're also playing video games where people can see how an architect would play a video game, right? Or just your own personal interest, sure. what you're interested in actually playing. Yeah, and I think uh, something just to add to that you just mentioned there is like, you know, I just gave my burnout talk for the... One, two, three. So that's like the third or fourth time. You know, like this last time was the probably the best because of the audience, but also because I had done it a couple times. So, um, you know, that consistency just builds muscle memory to a degree too, where like I had to practice a lot the first time I gave that burnout talk. You know, like I had to like really figure it out and I had to create it from scratch and I didn't know what I was doing. And it was the first time I was, you know, publicly speaking. And now I'm just like, you could literally just put the slide deck in front of me and I could go for an hour and I'd be done. You know, like I just be like, I just know what that is. And it's not just that talk. It's like knowing how to talk through stuff, you know, and I wouldn't know that if I didn't have that consistency or that practice or trying, you know. Right. And so I, I think in terms of consistency, I think a few of the things that we talked about that has always resonated with me is having some kind of schedule, even though I don't, mm -hmm. you know, specifically say it, I, I, I feel like I've always embodied it, you know, like I know every Friday I'm going to do something yep. and then throughout the week, I know I have to do that thing. So I have my schedule of every weekend developing one product. It doesn't matter if it's Saturday or Sunday. I just know I have the weekend to do it. And then having that open-ended side of the schedule is also important. I didn't realize like how important that was until you mentioned it just because you can tell your audience, Hey, I'm not going to show up Monday and they know that you won't be there. 
I also have that flexibility because I don't have to make something on a Saturday. I could make it on a Sunday. And then having that harmony in your life, making sure that you maintain the balance that you need so that you can stay creative, I think is really important. And then finding the content that you love to create so that it's not about quantifiable goals. It's about consistency based on the quality of your content. You know, I think all these things really help with staying consistent because you start to find a way of doing it that you don't get bored or tired of. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I think that's a good place to end on. All right. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Thanks. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Unpacking Design. Check us out anytime at unpackingdesign.com. And you can also find us on iTunes and anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Please remember to leave a review and share this podcast with someone you know. Mm -hmm.